You are now entering the world of Blissful Living, broadcasting around the globe and on the Blissful Living Network with Rochelle Marie Lawson. Are you lacking energy, clarity, and that sense of true well-being? Are you overworked, underpaid, and know that you deserve more in life? You are not alone. Improve your wellness, wisdom, and wealth so that you can step into living the life of your dreams. And now, here's your host of Blissful Living, the queen of feeling fabulous, Rochelle Marie Lawson. Hey, everyone. Welcome to the Blissful Living Show. I am Rochelle Marie Lawson, the queen of feeling fabulous, and I have a fabulous, unstoppable woman with me today. She actually is a repeat guest on the show, but we've got something to talk to you all about. Um, We're going to lay some words of wisdom, as they say in the streets, some game on you about um, being unstoppable and why this is really important for women today to be that fierce, fearless, and unstoppable lady in today's society. So before we get started with that, I want to say find a place to sit, get something to write with. Because my guest is going to share lots of nuggets of gold and wisdom on you that I definitely want you to be able to record. So find a place to sit, get something to write with, get your favorite beverage, tell your family, give you a few moments for yourself so that you can step into really just claiming the essence of what we're talking about. So afterwards, when you get back with your family, you can be that fierce, fearless, and unstoppable woman. And so before... uh, I introduce the guest. Let me thank the sponsors of the show. I want to thank Blissful Living for you at Blissful Living, the number four, the letter U.com. Uh, great company with regards to helping you balance your wellness and with wisdom and wealth so that you can unlock your bliss and step into living the life of your dreams. And then the other sponsor I want to thank is All Day Cable Inc. at AllDayCableInc.com, telecommunications installation company that can service all of your telecommunications needs from your network distribution onward. And what they're saying is their motto is they make the right connections so that you can too. And so they are at alldaycableinc.com. So I'm going to do a little bit of something, a little double dip here, because um, this show is um, really um, meant to, like I said, up-level and elevate you all particularly for you women out there so i'm getting ready to hit a facebook live and we're gonna do this live and so my guest today oops my guest today is a phenomenal unstoppable woman like i said she is a repeat guest on this show and um you definitely want to get to know this lady i want to call her the queen from the south because i know she originates from the seven states and i will let her tell you a little bit more about all that but my guest right now is kern cherry crockett and i want her to tell you first of all what she, where she is what she does but let me tell you this we did a collaborative we're in a collaborative book together called um unstoppable be fierce fearless and unfuckwithable in life and business and this book was brought about um as a guide to leave words of wisdom for our future female generations to come after us with regards to different things that women go through in life and how we have to step in to being that unstoppable woman and things we have to do to claim being fierce, fearless, and unfuckwithable. And so um, this project is consisting of 21 other ladies and every chapter in the book 
is uh, words of wisdom to help women of all ages move forward, no matter where they may be on their journey, on their path to bliss. So it is my pleasure and my honor to introduce and bring to you live Kern Cherry Crockett. Now, Kern, tell them where you're from, girl, and what you uh, do. All right. So I'm Kern Cherry, uh, Kern Crockett Cherry. They call me the butts in the seat queen. I am uh, hail from Biloxi, Mississippi. If you don't know, it's about an hour from New Orleans. And yes, we are one of those many casino towns with about 11 casinos sitting in Biloxi by itself. So, uh, and we're on the beach, y'all. So it's the best of both worlds for most people. So anyway, I am the creator and producer of Level Up Summit, Power Up Summit, and co-founder director of success women's conference i am the co-owner of pr in home care which i we've been in business for uh this is our 25th year and i've been in healthcare for 35 uh, plus years as well i am a visibility coach and i am a event producer coach as well so those are just some of the things I am loving being in my, I think it's my 15th anthology since uh, COVID. And it's all about being fearless because we're all born to win. Oh, wow. See, y'all in for it. I tell you, it just gets better and better. And when I connect with my sisters that I already know and, um, you know, known for a while, it, it just, uh, it becomes like really girlfriend talk. We girlfriends, we talking and we just having a conversation and y'all just happen to be eavesdropping, really. Um, and we're talking to just about some real life stuff. And so, Kern, I apologize, first of all, for getting the name twisted. Oh, no. I want to say you look pretty in that red. The red highlights. I love those earrings. Uh, Thank you, thank you, thank you. I feel like I've been married so long. It's 36 years. I feel like I was born with both of those names at this point. Right? <laughs> it's like you probably have had both of those names longer than you've had your maiden name. Oh, yeah, it's, it's, yeah, it's like you you just, when you've been married as long as I have, it's more like, uh, you know, as they say, you become one, you start thinking alike and thinking uh, each other's thought before we even say anything, right? Right. Uh, so yeah, it's you know. Well, I, have I mean, you gotten? Have you gotten? Y'all look like brother and sister because you know. Yes, yes. That started at such an early, early age. People used to tell us that all the time. Really? I, and then now they're like, you know, I think that kid looks like you, or that kid. Look, I'm like, I know who my kids look like, but hey, whatever y'all say, whatever you see is what you see. So, oh, uh, that's yeah. beautiful. That's beautiful. So, now I want to get into some conversation, and we may have another guest joining us, you guys. Um, uh, might be having some technological challenges, but I want to just jump in and, and ask Kern. Kern, when you think about being unstoppable, particularly because I know we're in the same age range particularly in comparison to well, say when you think about being unstoppable today as a woman in today's world versus as being an unstoppable woman in and particularly african-american woman in the early 70s what would you say um are the greatest 
synchronicities that the two have? Uh, so I think first off, you know, uh, and my mom was a, a single mom that raised uh, five, five kids. Uh, and I think we all went to college. So uh, that was a feat in itself back then uh, during that time frame. But for most women, for our, if you if you're talking African a woman, African American woman, pretty much you really did have to be fearless. You had to raise your children to think in order for them, the ones that you see coming up now, there had to be some ingraining in them that was taught by their parents, not society, that you can do anything, right? Because the reality is when you were in school, you were not taught that. Uh, you know, when I came up, you wouldn't, we were not pushed to be uh, lawyers, doctors, and all that type of stuff. But, you know, my mom never stopped us from thinking we could, couldn't do any of that. You know, it was like, you just fly. And she didn't really focus on it, but we all were more educate, education driven as far as uh, excelling. And so, but that's because she didn't let anything stop her as well, you know. Right. You know, um, you said some, you said some stuff there, and I can totally relate. Like uh, when I was growing up, being the only girl, um, that first of all, the thing that was most prized is you graduate from high school, right. right? Okay, that was the most thing, and of course, I had to take it another level. I'm like, no, I don't want to go to just high school. I want to go to college. So, but but what I'm saying is, it was. How we how we have raised our kids today that it's an expect it's not an expectation but it's like an automatic thing they think about going mm -hmm. beyond and pursuing a higher education. Mm -hmm. When I was growing up in the seventies, sixties, and seventies, that wasn't that wasn't the first thing that like I, my parents shared with me, right? But that was mm -hmm. one of the first things I shared with my kids. Like, I just want you to go to school, get an education you know, beyond high school. And then after you do that, after the first four years, if you want to go to graduate school, that's on you. But right. you know what I'm saying? And so right. it is a big difference. And we have, as African-American women, I think have had a really tremendous struggle to the point that we actually had to become unstoppable. We had right. to become fierce and fearless. Otherwise, mm -hmm. we wouldn't be here today. Mm -hmm. and none of us would be here because it's the women that raise the kids, even though, you know, it's better for having a two-parent household, but you are correct in your description. That's why I said for my mom, she never stopped us or even, you know, said, uh, like you said, go, go get your education. It was more so when you think about it, Rochelle, that we were told, find a job. I read this somewhere recently. You were told to go find a job working for the government. Because it'll create stability and all this type of stuff, right? Don't go work for, you know, the, the VA or whoever and, and get a government job. And then we come along and it's like, I know for my kids initially, it was all about education. But you know what? I learned real quick because I had trained myself to do the academics. But now all the main scholarships go to athletes. Uh, and particularly for women, there are a lot of athletic scholarships that go untaken because women don't necessarily head in that direction like men. But because of title, I think it's title nine. Yeah. Uh, 
it, it is is definitely so my girls play tennis and i told every coach that came this way if you ain't got a full scholarship we not interested <laughs> <laughs> i love it but you that's i mean that's the that's a that's an example of being unstoppable being fierce because um you you went to work for your kids right you went yes. to work for your kids and, yeah. and um you didn't you didn't sit back and say, I hope the opportunity comes. Mm -mm. You know, I'm going to make the opportunity mm -hmm. happen because mm -hmm. nine times out of 10, the opportunity wouldn't have come no. if you would have sat and took no action. And so when it comes to being an unstoppable woman, would you say one of the biggest things that we need to do, uh, and no matter what race you are with regards to women, is when we want to do something, what would you say? when we want to do something that might be holding us back due to fear, right. Mm -hmm. Of the unknown, what would you say we need to do to break through that at, you know, at any given moment it pops up? Yeah. Number one is just do it. It's the Nike commercial y'all. Right. <laughs> I'm just telling y'all that, that what I love about men and I say this a lot is that they are fearless even when they don't have a talent or a gift to work in that direction right somehow they just believe you know that i can tell you to me they probably actually walk in faith more than a lot of us women tend to overanalyze oh. and they just sit on stuff and it's like your blessing is being sit on set on by you you're holding your own self up we have so many talents you know, they always talk about us women. We multitask, right? We do this. We take care of the house. We take care of our husband. We got businesses. We have a job. We got all this going on. And so with that said, we still sit on opportunity that's meant for us. How many people realize their gift? Because we all, it's, if you look scripturally it's in in the bible it says you're born with gifts right right so that, therefore if you capitalize on that you're gonna make the money but stop waiting and i gotta plan this out i gotta hire this out. oh i don't have enough money you know if you really believe and you step out you will find the doors will open girl wait Where's my, I don't have, I do have my mic, but I'm doing a mic drop right there. Say that one more time, because I think this is something that all women need to hear. And I don't care where you are in your trajectory and your path. All women need to hear this. Say that one more time, Karen, please. I'm, I'm telling you, if you walk in your gifts and actually get off, get, stop sitting on them and actually take the steps forward move forward, go to the door. I always say God will put the door right in front of you. Most of the time, most people sit there and they don't even wiggle the door. They just walk away in fear because they're afraid. Sometimes people are afraid of just opportunity. Look, I'm not speaking from unexperienced. I'm speaking for experience. Sometimes we allow fear to literally stifle our opportunities for making millions to just being average, right? Yeah. I always tell people, look, why do you think Oprah is a billionaire? Why do you think uh, Steve Jobs was a billionaire? Jeff Bezos, 
uh, Warren uh, Buffett, Bill Gates. We can name the list, y'all. There are people that are billionaires you don't even know by name. But the point is, what they did is they found their gift. They recognized it. And they honed it. Bill, Bill Gates started as a young man working in, working in his craft. And then he hit it, right? And next thing you know, we have what we call Microsoft. Right. Uh, Jeff Bezos in his garage. I mean, you know, there must have been some frustration there. But <laughs> the man started off shipping books. Books, y'all wish they still do today. And thank God for that, right? Yes, yes. Uh, <laughs> but the point is, is that they recognized it and they literally stayed on it. Oprah makes makes her money from speaking, not speaking on a tour. I'm talking about using her voice, voice for people that may not even have a voice in something. She used that and the women just ate it up. They even defended her when somebody tried to sue her. She had already captured. She understood that she had a gift and God had given it to her, and she recognized it. And so I'm saying, when you go to that door and you shake that knob, you first of all, go shake the knob. If the knob is closed, try the next door. Don't get frustrated and quit. Try the next one. If that don't work, look, look, go around back. Take some cookies with you. <laughs> People are just doing their thing, and they like, we ain't letting her in. Then go around front kick the door in or create your own oh, stop waiting i love it oh my gosh karen i love it i love it i love it you know you you brought up one of my girls and um she happens to be born under well let me rephrase this i happen to be born under her astrological sign so i've always like kind of looked up to her so to speak which is oprah and mm -hmm. uh, you know they told oprah that she wasn't even pretty enough exactly. to be in media and she yeah. is one of the most successful media. When I say she surpasses, not to give, you know, not put nothing on Barbara Walters. Yes. But Oprah has surpassed Barbara Walters when it comes to the whole business aspect right. of uh, being in media. And she wasn't even supposed to be there. So it had she had stopped in her tracks, not opened the next door when they mm -hmm. told her she wasn't pretty enough we wouldn't have all the beauty that Oprah has bestowed upon the world today. Right. So yes, I yes. love what you shared. Like if one door is, if it's not, you know, if you don't never touch the door, how you know if it's locked, if you don't turn the handle, how you know it's not going to open. Exactly. Don't be so afraid of something that you don't know about because you don't right now, you don't have nothing to be afraid by taking that action. Exactly. And so I love that. And, and I believe mm -hmm. that's what unstoppable women do um is truly what unstoppable women do now with mm -hmm. regards to any of the women out there that you, you said something else that i think was really important you know people will stay in a job and women will stay in a job that they absolutely hate mm -hmm. that they're disrespected uh not treated right or any of that because they're afraid to uh take action with their gift Right. right or go to another company that's gonna treat them better yeah. what would you say to a woman that is stuck in not necessarily a job but a situation relationship whatever it may be that they're just stuck and they're afraid to move forward because they've got some fear going on what would you say to them right now to help them to step into being fearless and fierce 
So, you know, all of us have been in those situations at one time or another, right? Now, I'm going to just tell you this. If you ask God, you sure better have a plan in, in motion already. I can tell you that I've done it. And when I tell you I've seen his response, uh, I didn't think I was ready, but I had to take the, you know, receive what he showed me. You have to, I would encourage women to create an exit plan, you know, and you know, we're in the great resignation, right? It took me a minute to figure out this new title they don't get to the, to the, to the era, era that we're in. People are quitting their jobs left and right now, right now. You know, they're sick of it. Right. And I, I can honestly say most most people are living frustrated because they're not operating in their gifts. So what do you have right now? Part of your exit plan should be because we have time. That's the one thing the pandemic gave, give, gave us is time. Start working on your next step. Right. If you don't have a digital, any kind of digital business right now, you should have. Right. So that could be part of your exit plan, whether you're a coach, whether you're selling books, perfume, making jewelry, what, whatever you're doing, you should have that on the great worldwide web that we have right now. Let's face it. We're doing more business online than ever, ever. Look, we're shutting down systems because of that. But you need to sit down just like writing goals. Sit down. And make an exit plan. And don't, if you want to really be out of that job, don't make a five-year plan. Make a one or two-year plan or a six-month plan, whatever it is. And I'm a big believer that you should have something in place, ready to go, so that you can take the take that leap. Now, it may not be perfect, right? It may not be perfect. But make sure that you do have a semi-plan in place. I know people talk about having six months saved up. Girl, many people don't have that kind of money. <laughs> to be trying to save for six months, right? Yeah. Yeah. You don't have that. So it's like, you need to be realistic. You need to say, okay, I don't have that ability because I got a lot of bills, right? But I can start actually making another stream of income because you should have seven streams anyway. Exactly. You, I don't care if you got a job or not. You need to figure out, it's not seven businesses, y'all. It's seven streams of income. So that should be part of your plan as well. Seeing that income on that job leave and then going into whatever else you're planning. Hopefully, it's creating your own business as well. But if it's not, it's okay. Just make sure that you find a way. I was talking, uh, Rochelle, to somebody the other day, and she, she got a job, and and she don't even have to go into the job. But you know, an entity, these businesses, will find a way to suck up every hour of your time. Right? Yes. And so I told her, I said, well, you need to start at looking and asking, can you work less days? Maybe you work four days. Maybe you work three days. You'd be surprised how much that allows you to do something else that's going to give you satisfaction and another stream of income. Oh, yeah. I love so. it. I, I mean, look, you guys, Kern um, 
has been really sharing a lot of nuggets of gold and everything she said is multiple nuggets of gold. And if you're someone, a lady or even a gentleman, if you're someone that you just, you know, feeling some kind of way right now where you're just, you just, you're not feeling as unstoppable as you normally are, or if you are feeling unstoppable and you just still want some inspiration, Kern has shared a lot, a lot of words of wisdom with us today with regards to being unstoppable. And so Kern, I want to ask you, so here's the deal, y'all. I said we were in this collaborative book together and the book is called Unstoppable, Being Fierce, Fearless, and Unfuckable with, Fuck Withable in mm-hmm. Life and Business. And the book is um, available for you all to pick up. Now, what I'm going to say is if you're a gentleman and you're listening to us, you should pick up a copy of the book or get the ebook for every woman in your life and just share it with them because the stories mm-hmm. are real. Um, they're different, but they all have nuggets of gold, many nuggets of gold and words of wisdom that every woman today can utilize in their life. And if you're a lady, pick up an extra copy and share it with your girlfriend, your sister, your cousin, your bestie, whoever, you know, um, again, because the women in the book brought these stories in a spirit of unity and harmony for mm-hmm. all of us to benefit from. Even us in the book, we're benefiting from reading the other stories and, and inspirations and tools and guidance that the other ladies in the book are sharing. So mm-hmm. um, this is why Kern is able to be here with you all right now and share these words of wisdom and nuggets of gold. And I know just by what she's saying, it's going to entice you to want to know more of what, because she ain't even talking about what she said in her chapter. She didn't even talk about what she wrote, right? So if you are enticed and love what she's saying right now, you got to get the book to find out what she actually wrote in the book, because I guarantee it's the message that you need to hear right now, this moment. So Kern, last question with regards to being unstoppable, being a fierce, fearless, and un, um, unstoppable woman in today's society. What are what is the last piece of words of wisdom that you would like to share? And I'm going to go with a little bit with the ladies that are between the ages of 16 and 30 that wow. need to hear something that they probably are not hearing with regards to being fierce, fearless, and unstoppable. So one of the things that, you know, and we've been talking about your gifts earlier, uh, what I find with most people that are frustrated in life is that they're not happy with what they're doing. They have made a choice to earn an income. I did the same thing when I had my son at, at 19. Um, I decided, you know, I need to try to go into nursing. Uh, unfortunately, I didn't never get to nursing, but I am occupational in the occupational therapy field and still in healthcare. But um, I did that because I had a, a, a young son and I wanted a consistent job. But at some point during that process, I really, my husband and I both realized we need something else. We can't continue this life cycle of just running like a rabbit. I mean, we were AIDS in in, uh, Arizona and it was just a rat race, right? And the money was not good. Uh, It's to me still in, in, in parts of the healthcare field, the money just isn't good. And so you have to decide early on, Am I going to double up 
and double down so that I can take the leap, leap of faith and do what I love to do and make money at it. You can, if you allow yourself, you literally will be stuck. I've seen people work their life. You know, uh, when I was working in a nursing home, I would ask people, how long have you been doing this? I'm talking about AIDS on the floor, y'all. Do you know what concrete does to your knees? Hello? Your feet. Your feet. It kills your feet. feet. Minimal. I, I, my husband and I laughed one time because he was working so long, his foot felt like it took a drop. You know, like, <laughs> I, I was like, Lord, you know. But that's because, you know, we had to do something. We had to put food on the table, right? But you got to take the leap. You got to decide no matter what, if I'm going to be a, uh, whether it's a nurse, whether you choose to be a doctor, a lawyer, uh, whatever it is, a business owner that makes jewelry or going to coaching, helping other people, you got to make that choice and do it early. There are some amazing young women. I ain't going to lie, Rochelle. There are some young women. They just running circles around me. They you know, but they right. They're working in their gifts. Um, so don't let anybody hinder you. Uh, don't. And I want to encourage y'all. And I use this uh, other scripture that I like to uh, use sometime or talk about is the master who gave his servants talents. And he had three servants and he called them in. And so I want y'all to listen to this, young people, because you are judged by your actions right and these talents were money it was money but just so happened to be called talent right and so he actually gave one five and then he gave other two and then he gave the other one one according to their abilities and after he gave them those abilities gave them those talents that money told them go out and make some money so the one came back and he had five talents he had, well, he had had five times. He doubled it. So when the master came back off, you know, from his vacation or wherever he went, he was like, yes, yes, my faithful servant. We go celebrate later. And then the second one came back. He doubled his. He said, oh, yes, yes, yes. Okay, now y'all, yes, we're going to have a party. We're going to have a party now. The other one came back like, well, master, I knew that you were harsh. And that, you know, you can judge people harshly. So I buried, I buried my talent. And I I have it right here. The master looked at him and said, if you knew I was that kind of master, then you should have went out and did something with that and made me some money. You could have at least put it in the bag. Now I'm paraphrasing y'all, but that's a parable straight from the Bible. Matthew's 25, 14 to 30. Read it for yourself. That person was cast out into the darkness. Uh, and of course, he, he paid the price for that. The point is you can't afford to sit on your talent. You can't afford to sit on your gifts. You got to be like those, those football players that they get in their 30s and and looking down the road, look at Brady, he in his 40s, uh, looking down the road and saying, man, you don't even have to pay me. I will still play for free. Yep. That's their mindset. And that's what happens when you find that. So if you're 16 to 30, oh, you got plenty of time to make your choices, right? 
look, my, my youngest is back home now. And she's like, shoot, ain't nothing like being around your parents. <laughs> <laughs> look, and, and, and look, getting to make your right decisions so you don't make all the mistakes we made. Exactly. Right? Now, I do have to say she's an author done and she did go ahead and do what she, but that's because she walked, she found something that she really loved. Which, you know, in the beginning, I didn't really know she loved it like that. But anyway, she knew that she wanted to help people have better teeth than she did as a little bitty kid. Right. And so she found that gift and walked in it. And so that being said, you can do that too. You may not start there like I didn't start where I am now. I've been doing events, which I love doing for over 20 plus years. Uh, But I'm here now. And so if you can do that early, you're going to find yourself living a life that you love and making money. Because as Proverbs 18, 16 says, when you walk in your gifts, God will put you at the seat of table, a table of great men. Now, that means you're going to be making a lot of money, right? I love it. Oh my gosh. And so there you guys have it. Just a tad (laughs) taste. It's like, you know, you're dipping your, dipping, getting a little uh, collard green. You know, like when your mama used to say, girl, taste my, baby, taste my collard greens and see if they okay, right? You know, they give you a little taste and, oh no, that's all you got to get. That's all you're getting. That's just a taste of the peach cobbler. That's just the taste of the jambalaya, the gumbo. Just a, just a teaspoon of what you're going to get from Kern and unstoppable, being fierce, fearless, and unfuckwithable in life and business. And yeah. so I want to thank you, my good friend Kern, for having this conversation with us. I mean, nuggets of gold and words of wisdom and all kinds. Even, even scripture was laid on us today. And if you can't <laughs> take anything from what we've talked about today, that we talked about then at least take the scripture and the parable that she shared because that's for real if you bury your talents they stay buried but Mm -hmm. if you're willing to risk on yourself like you risk on everything else in life then you you become unstoppable here's one thing i want to leave with you guys you know what we go to bed every day every night we go to bed and we have no doubt that we gonna wake up the next morning. I know I never think about, am I gonna wake up the next morning? There's no doubt. You go to bed, you know, you don't even think about it because you know you're gonna mm-hmm. wake up the next morning. If you had just a smidgen of that mm-hmm. belief with regards to stepping forward and doing what you're supposed to do, being that fierce, fearless, and unstoppable mm-hmm. person, guess what? Just like you expect to wake up and you wake up and you start a new day, your life will change dramatically. And so that's what I'm going to end the show with. Mm-hmm. I want to thank my friend Kern for being here with me today and all of you out there watching us. And um, again, pick up a copy of the book. It's available on Amazon. Um, you can probably go to Kern's site and she gets get you a copy if you want. Um, come to me. I want to thank our sponsors, Blissful Living for You at Blissful Living, the number four, the letter U.com. You can definitely pick up a copy of the book there as well as um, our other sponsor, All Day Cable Incorporated at alldaycableinc.com. Until next time, everybody, I am wishing you peace to your mind, wellness to your body, tranquility to your spirit, and may this conversation that I had with my friend Kern lead you to being fierce, fearless, and unstoppable. Until next time, everybody, goodbye for now.
Thank you for joining Rochelle Marie Lawson on Blissful Living. To contact Rochelle Marie and to find out more about Blissful Living, click on Blissful Living for You link right here on the Blissful Living Network. Catch all the Blissful Living episodes on demand and available for download 24-7 on BlissfulLivingForYou.com. Until next week, may your life be filled with peace, wellness, abundance, and prosperity.